Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast. If you were going by the thumbnails for this podcast, you'd be late. Uh, Will we be late, should I say, because I just realized that they've got 6.45 on it for this. But uh, the team sheets should be out very, very soon. And I wanted to jump on a small little bit earlier to to make sure that we catch the team sheets in real time. Paddy's going to jump on when he can. Um, It looks like mental crack over in Alkmaar at the moment. Um, and uh, I'm living vicariously through Max and Simon of Villa and Tour, plus absolutely everybody who seems to be in that fan zone, at Villa-oriented fan zone that's there, singing their, their lungs up about Leon Bailey and Matty Cash. I hope you've seen those uh, those great videos as well. Um, obviously, look, Alkmaar, um, the, the, their fans can be quite, um, uh, I suppose, abrasive at times. I think that's probably a, an, an understated word. Um, but it looks like all the Aston Villa fans that are over there are over there safe and that they're enjoying themselves. Um, seem to be a small bit of a delay at, uh, at at various different airports in the UK today, flying out to Amsterdam. I know certain people who didn't actually, their flights were cancelled and I couldn't actually go to the game today. And I know other people who were um, due to meet people who had their tickets and therefore are in Alkmaar can't get their tickets and, um, you know, because other people won't be able to get in their flights. So hopefully everybody stays safe over there. Um, if everybody was able to get get into that fan area, that looks fantastic. But uh, anybody who's over there, if you are watching this, hopefully you do say, stay safe over there. Um, as I said, Paddy's going to join in a minute. I'm expecting the uh, team sheets to be out any minute. Now, usually in the Conference League, the team sheets are out about an hour and 15 minutes before the game. So that's why I jumped on a small bit earlier to make sure that we get there. And um, uh, knowing my luck, it'll be the one day that they don't release them an hour and 15 minutes early. Because uh, not that I mind filling time, not that I mind filling time. I love chatting to you guys. And I'm going to come to your comments now in a moment. But it looks like we do have a team sheet. And a team sheet does look like it is out. Good lads. By the way, I absolutely adore the uh, the shirt that... Oh, 
my sharing here. Um, here we go. Uh, I do adore the shirt because we're actually not going to be wearing the BK8 sponsorship on the front of the shirt. We're going to be wearing the Villa Foundation. So kudos to Aston Villa for that. And if you have that on sale, Villa, I'll buy 10 of them. I'll buy 10 of those shirts. But our, our, our starting lineup for today is Martinez and Golds, Cash, Diego Carlos, Longley and Dina. There's the first meltdown, um, I think, from some people. Uh, McGinn, Kamara, Douglas Louise, Tielemans, Bailey and Watkins. So it is a changed semi-changed team or I suppose really changed team when you talk about taking out your 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 center half partnership and uh, also the two people playing behind um, Ollie Watkins have been rested as well but they're all on the bench with Olsen, Marshall, Conza, Traore, Pau Torres, Chambers, Diaby, Zaniolo, Duran and Dendonka are all on the bench as well and just in time Paddy has joined to discuss that team. Paddy Diego Carlos on the uh, on the on the livery there on the uh, uh, what you call it and uh, the team is out. Talk to me about it. What do you make of it? Look, apart from apart from the two center halves, there's nothing to worry about. But it is slightly. <laughs> I'm just a little bit. Oh God! But anyway, look. I think if there was another center half in there, I'd be happier. But. We've just got to trust that he knows what he's doing here now. It's it's a huge game. A uh, little bit deflated, I have to say, to see those two changes at, at, at the heartbeat of the team, really. Um, but look, we know Carlos has, has played well and we, we worried that it would take a bit of time for, for Longley to come up to the speed. Maybe he believes the European football will suit him. So who knows? In the next couple of hours we'll 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 get our answers but uh yeah that's that's the that's the only bad thing i think or not bad thing but the only worrying part of it yeah for me i don't think there's much to worry about in the team people are obviously going to say well why aren't you playing your your first 11 i'll say it again that 11 is is good enough to go out and win an nightmare today um i've been a big proponent of saying it that I don't get the hate on Clement Longley. I just don't. I think people are hating it because he's a loan signing and because he was brought in late in the transfer window and he's not Tyrone Mings. That's fine. And as I say, as my motto is, I'm not here to tell you how to be a fan. I also won't be told how to be a fan myself. My my opinion on him is that I don't think he's as bad as as, as people have said in the two games that he's played. Um, so I, uh, you know, his his pedigree and his. Uh, his 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 uh, I suppose his his career CV kind of speaks for itself uh, as well from that point of view. Will he, might he go out and have a stinker today? Anybody on that field is capable of going out and having a stinker today. So like that's yeah. not the crux of it. That's not what we're here today. We're no one's here to be proven right. I suppose what we're what we do want to do is we do want to see the coherency and we do want to see that we've got a um, we've got two very very good centre halves in there that on their day. And, and on most days, we should be able to go out here and and, and perform well together. Also, I think it's un, it'll be under understated as well that these two guys probably are playing together the whole time in training. So the fact that the two of them are playing together today, they would they they should have some simpatico if they're on let's call it that second team. If they are playing two elevens uh, in in training at any stage, they're likely to be those two that centre half partnership on the other side of Hotares. And uh, and and uh, Israel Kanza. Um, but I like you. I did initially think that 
uh, we would have three at the back, and we mentioned it yesterday, but it isn't to be. We've gone at four at the back. We've gone with a very, very narrow midfield, I think, because I think Bailey is going to play up up beside Watkins. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> with another opportunity now for, for Yuri Tielemans to... to um, you know, come up to the pace of it, and uh, we've seen some green shoots from him. So big, big opportunity for him in Europe today as well, with another, with f- three other strong players in midfield. So he's really gone for it to win the midfield battle, and uh, uh, in there, and um, yeah, I, I, I think that's where this this game is going to be won or lost today. And uh, we've gone out there with our four with four heavy hitters in midfield. Yeah, it's four heavy hitters in midfield, and the one thing you haven't said that I was just sitting here waiting on you to say is that uh, le- uh, let's not forget that w- when we lose the ball in general, um, Kamara sl- slips back in there and and makes it a back yeah. five. So, but you know, the, the initial initial reaction uh, is probably worse than how I'm feeling now. Looking looking at it for a couple of minutes. Um, I, I have no problem with Longley either. I definitely have no problem with Diego Carlos. Um, you know, it's a strong enough midfield. It's a strong enough midfield to keep them on the on the back foot. I mentioned in uh, our preview that I would rather see Bailey in this one than uh, Zaniolo, and I got my wish. And Zaniolo is on the bench, isn't he? It's very hard for me to see that. He, he is. Zaniolo is yeah. on the bench. Yeah, so um, look, it's a, it's, a, it's an opportunity for uh, for Bailey to to cement himself back into the team. Uh, it's an, opp- an opportunity for Tielemans, who I have absolutely no problem with. I th- I think he's a really really good footballer and really underrated. Um, and Clement Longley is a decent player, and he doesn't become well. Some players do, but I don't believe he becomes a a bad player overnight. So I don't I don't think there's anything too much to worry about. It's just you know, they play they play together week in week out, and then it changes to this in a game where we really need something out of. So that's the worrying part of it for me. Wilson Tron asked, "Did they play together? Did the two of them play together at Sevilla?" No, they were ships in the night. Um, Clement Longley left Sevilla in 2018, if my memory serves me right, and Diego Carlos signed from Nantes in 2019. So I think that they were ships in the night. I think they didn't play together at all in in that instance. Um, yeah, so look, in, interesting one. It's uh, you know, away from, away from home, Leon Bailey's getting the start. You know, that's it's just the kind of like I wanted him to start as well. Look, we've got a squad. We need to use it. Um, mm-hmm. we need to use it. Did it did a piece on on uh, Una Emery, and I got quite a lot of DMs afterwards saying he's absolutely brilliant, and we can't question him at all. We just hope we don't let, um run out of steam. And you know, while while this is a must win game or a must not lose game, whatever way you want to talk about it, you know, there are all signings there like. Uh, that are twenty million plus pound players. You know, Bailey's a twenty million plus pound pound signing. Tielemans, if we were to have signed him as opposed to being a free transfer, is twenty plus million. Uh, Clement Longley uh, has been signed for twenty plus million. Um, actually, I don't think he has. I think he's only been signed for about eighteen million, which is still a nice <laughs> chunk of change. But still, you know, French French international there, and somebody who's played one hundred and five times for uh, for Barcelona, fifteen times for France. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, it's uh, we can be worried. Like it's 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 no harm. I've no problem with anybody being worried about tonight's game, um, or about the about the setup. But I think that it's a very very um plausible and rational setup to come out. I don't think that anybody's lost their marbles uh, with regards to this setup. I don't think it's anything like the setup that we saw against Legio Warsaw because there was some. There was some square square pegs and round holes in that game. Obviously, uh, um. 
Chambers. Um, Callum Chambers in, in, in that game was a square a square peg in a round hole. But this one, everybody suits the position that they're playing in. So I, I think that that's, uh, you know, systemically we should be able to 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 cover for the people who've come in here and we should be able to uh, to, to, to put on a good performance uh, today in Alkmaar, for sure. Yeah, I like um, it. I like just going back to what you said before that, it feels like about six minutes ago, but uh, we're not questioning the manager. We're just giving our no. opinion when, when things are... Well, I'm not. Uh, a little bit worrying in your head you, you, that like we're, we're people are here there's, there's over 300 people in here li- listening to what we have to say so we're, we're only saying it because we f- we feel the need that 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 needs to be said and um, we wanted a strong team tonight i believe we've got a strong team and is it enough to go and get the three points i think it'll be very tight but i think we will yeah, oh, I think so. I still looking at that now. I think Aston Villa are going to win today. I think there's goals in that team. I think Aston Villa is going to, going to score two goals or more uh, in tonight's game. I'm really excited about that midfield. I think that midfield is going to be a diamond. I think Bailey and Watkins are going to play off off each other in, in in possession. It's going to be a diamond. I think Bailey is going to push further up beside Watkins. I think out of possession, Bailey is obviously going to go back onto that right side. We might see McGinn over on the left hand side, and Tielemans, Dougie, Louise, uh, and Kamara are going to hunker down into a back four or into a mid- midfield block of three, should I say, if Kamara doesn't doesn't uh, retreat back into the back four to make it a back three at times as well. So, you know, the, the positional and the tactical kind of um, uh, flexibility of that of, of that setup for me is is what we've seen from Unai Emery teams, um, albeit that we don't have two out-and-out uh, kind of wide players there. But uh, I'm not too concerned about that because if Jacob Ramsey was in this team, McGinn would be flipped to the right-hand side, Ramsey would be on the left, and you know neither of the two of them are out-and-out wide players as well, and it worked so well for us last season. So for me... The, the concerns about the players and where they're playing are certainly not there. Um, like, as I've said before, anybody can go out and have a stinker and the team can go out and have a stinker as well. We've seen it on Thursday nights previously here. But for me, it's a very rational, it's a very, it's 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 not a catastrophic setup at all. I think it's actually a really rational setup and it's a well-thought-out setup as well. When you need to rest players, you need to rest players. And uh, I think he's done it in probably the best, the best way he could have because, as I say, the Carlos and Longley partnership at the back, you would imagine that over the last three, four, five weeks, even for the two weeks that we were off, when both Longley and Carlos were at home, um, you know, not on international duty, they would have been playing an awful lot together, uh, considering Pau Torres and Kanza were, or well, Pau Torres was away uh, with uh, with Spain, and uh, obviously you've got Ezra Kanza in there as well. So I, I, I don't think that it's it's going to be as big an issue. Um, I hope it's not going to be as big an issue, and I'm not as, not as concerned because... We do need to rotate, albeit that there's always trepidation when you when you change both your centre halves. But in this instance, the rationality behind it, I think, is that these two guys have been paired together, tied together for the last two or three weeks, which makes sense. And uh, we're going to see if that is the case today, and we see how they how they perform together as well uh, against the lone striker and Pavlidis. Let's take a little look as uh, oh. oh, oh. Neil, get yourself onto the AZ Alkmaar uh, Twitter That's page. There, they've done they've done you solid, and they've they've actually put the players in positions and everything for you. Well, <laughs> this is one of the few. This is one of the teams that I wouldn't have had a problem with positions with because I've done a lot of watching of them because I like a lot of their players. That's why. So, um, AZ, how do you spell AZ, Paddy? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out who Ibra is because they've given some fella a debut in the starting eleven. That's Ibrahim Sadiq. I think Paddy, 
if I'm not mistaken. That I think sense. that's what his name yeah. is. Sadiq, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's playing probably on the right inside. Uh, actually, there he is. Yeah, I've just brought it up. So they have Matt Ryan in goals, Pe- Penetra and Bazar, uh, two centre-halves. Uh, Bazar actually... Uh, has been playing as a defensive midfielder or was playing as a defensive midfielder for a lot of his career with Ajax. Really, really uh, talented player, but just seemed to get lost in the in, in the weeds in Ajax and and, and moved on. Um, Sugawara, somebody I'm really, uh, really impressed with. And obviously Muller Wolf as well on the other side as well. I think he's Norwegian. Um, two very good uh, attacking back, uh, attacking fullbacks. Jordi Classy, as we know from um, from Southampton times, um, didn't really light it up there, but really talented player. Was really, really good at Feyenoord uh, when he was at Feyenoord previously. Uh, Sven Meinens, if any of you watched any of the stuff with Michael Statham from Football Aranya, he spoke very highly of him. And I like Sven Meinens as well, due to the, as, as I mentioned before, his footballing journey at the age of 23 moving back from being a, a winger and, and an out-and-out attacking winger to a 10 to an 8. And now, potentially, even today, he could be playing as a 6. Big big guy, 6-3. So he's uh, he he would have been uh, a bit of a sore thumb out in the wing as there aren't many um, big uh, wingers there. But then, as you mentioned, Paddy, they've got two um, two players playing off of Pavlidis up top, and one of them is going to be Ibrahim Sadiq, or Ibra Sadiq, and then the other one is Van, Van Bredelud, uh <laughs> See, when in doubt at pronouncing Dutch Dutch names, <laughs> do a Steve Steve McLaren on it and just yes, roll your tongue yes. in the middle of it, and then you probably might have it right. So I have no idea how to pronounce his surname, but at least I gave it a shot. That's the that was my way of doing it. At least I gave it a shot. Um, on their bench as well, they've got Bruno Martins Indy from Stoke City fame, and obviously uh, he was a fine art player. Odds of fine art. I think he was fine art previously as well. Um, they've got Mark uh, Bommel's young fella in there as well. And um, they've got uh, another guy, Poku, as well, who uh, I would expect to see come on the forward line at some stage if they need to make any changes there. A nice little player uh, there as well. So, yeah, oh, we never actually, oh, we did go through the Villa subs, but we might bring that up in a moment again just to make sure. Um, yeah, the Mihailovic isn't the same Mihailovic. <laughs> uh, he isn't the same. And Odegaard is no, that's not, it's Odegaard, it's not Odegaard there. But Van Bommel is, uh, yeah, that is a very famous name as well. And we're only just missing uh, uh, Sandra Festival's uh, young lad who's there, Sam Festival. He's on the books as well. Well, of AZ. So, um, yeah, look, it's a, uh, um, it's 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 uh, I didn't even mention Devitt. To be honest, such a Devitt is somebody that they think really really high of. Essentially, he is going to be playing playing more so behind Pavlidis and Van Bre- Van Brederoda and uh, Sadiq are going to be wider. So Devitt is going to be someone we're going to need to marshal here as well. He is going to be the guy that you would earmark for like a Buba Kamara to to sit on as well in there. Um, but this this is a very good team. They're, they've got threats out wide. They've got threats through the middle, and they've got um, they've got a threat up top in Pavlidis. You know, so uh, so Villa obviously can't go in there, uh, splutter an oil or, or with the handbrake up. They're going to need to be on their on their game from the first minute. I think in this one for sure. Um, yeah. So Pavlidis Pavlidis is obviously the one we worry about the most. Um, cut him off. Cut off their goal threat, and we we will hopefully have a nice easy evening. So it'll be interesting from the start to see who's left with the job of marshalling him, and I would imagine it'll be a tight man marking job. And I'm gonna put my neck on the line and say that Diego Carlos does that job. Good stuff. Uh, any ideas, Paddy, on um, on a score, Paddy? Um, I'm gonna go two one Villa tonight. Um, 
I think it'll be tight. I do believe we'll concede. It's going to be raucous. Probably probably a bit less raucous than if the match was played at a quarter day tonight. So a um, little bit less time for everyone to, to get uh, beers on board. Although the Villa fans, as you could see on social media. I was just about media, to say, have you seen the fans on, Paddy? Yeah. I think it's a bit late for that. <laughs> yeah, but most of the Alkmaar people had to do a full day's work and try and gallop yeah. to get there today. So it'd be, it'd be different for them. But um, I expect to hear the Villa fans in full voice as they were on the streets of Alkmaar and Amsterdam all day. Um, I think I think two one, I'd be happy with. I think I think any type of win I'd be happy with tonight. Um, and I, I, I just can't, I just can't see it being any more than tight. I think I think I think the the tactics will 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 make it that. I think both teams will be quite defensive without the ball, and it'll be a question of who blinks first or who makes the first mistake. I watched, uh, it was a fine order and, and Lazio last night. I saw some, just some highlights of it and the crowd were mental last night. I mean, like it would like rock is called. I expect this to be the same. I expect this to be the same. I expect to see it to, it to be a cacophony of sound and a, a color as, as, uh, as the teams come out and for AZ to be, uh, intimidatingly loud, like we saw in Lake Warsaw as well previously, um, and and as I say, uh, I, I I think the leg, I think having Legia first and obviously losing was a, was a was a was a good bullet for this team, you know, uh, from the point of view of since we've seen that we've been a lot tighter in all the games we've played, whether they be in the league or whether they've been in Europe. Yeah, the most I was one one was eleven at the back. You know, they played everyone behind the ball for the majority of the game. We still found that goal at the very last minute through uh, John McGinn. Today, I think it's going to be a bit more open. Um, I'm going with Villa win. I'm going with a two. I'm going to go two nil just because you went with two one. And I was going to go with two one, so I'm going to go with two nil. Okay, you can the same like. I can be the same, but look, Paddy, it's like at the end of the day, no one gets any extra. No, no one gets any for getting the score right, as I said. So I'm just going to say 2 0. And then if I do get it right, I'm going to gloat to heaven after the game. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's my tactic. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm, I suppose realistically, a Villa win here is what we need. Uh, and, and I think the team is good enough to, to go out there and get that win. Of course. Um, but it's yeah. going to be a tough one. You know, it's going to be a tough one. And Villa are going to have yeah. to earn their win tonight for sure. Neil, while everybody gets their score predictions in as they do, and there's over 400 people on the stream, we want to give away something to keep people's spirits up. So, as I won't make it to Villa Park this weekend, and I can't sell my season tickets to back to the club, and nobody has asked for them, I would like to give away an adult and a child. A child is important, because as anyone knows that I've ever given this away before, an adult and a child ticket available for Luton, free of charge. Please do bring a child. Uh, you won't get in <laughs> with an adult. Yeah, you won't get in if you don't. Yeah, so adult and a child ticket must have fan ideas or or be able to set them up before you send an email. The email address is villapaddy82 at gmail.com. You can also send it on uh, Instagram or Twitter at villapaddy. And I will make a decision by lunchtime tomorrow to give people a chance to listen back to this. And we'll do it on the after after show as well. But uh, it's it's an opportunity to bring a child to Villa Park that maybe wouldn't normally get there. And that's ultimately what we want to do is create a new fan. So uh, please do email me if you know somebody or if, if, if you've got a friend that maybe is down on their luck and can't afford to get to Villa Park and would love to bring their child. So... Just send, just send an email. We'll pick one by uh, 
with lunchtime tomorrow and uh, spread a little bit of happiness over the weekend. And it doesn't have to be your child, I suppose, Paddy. Like, well, you can bring someone else's child once you have their permission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, don't go robbing children, like, you know, as, uh, as I said. And, and no, Darren says, Darren, he, Paddy's not giving away his children. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I, I presume you're not giving away your children, Paddy. I'm presuming you're not. Absolutely That's, not. It's for a completely different yeah. podcast. It's for a completely <laughs> different podcast as well. Um, yeah, so look, as I say, Paddy, what was the, what was the email address again? Uh, villapaddy82 at gmail.com villapaddy82 Paddy wasn't born in 82 just in case you're trying to guess what age he is certainly wasn't um, that's 82 for the Aston Villa 1 the European exactly. Cup exactly. <laughs> and, some, sure. and, and some fucker took Villa Paddy before I could get there <laughs> <laughs> well in, in, in time out of tradition um, in time out of tradition we're going to go down through get your score predictions in here and we're going to get your your your, your predictions up in, in lights because we're going to leave it here before um, oh damn give me two seconds there Paddy I've lost on Paddy Phil 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 talk about something I've lost all my comments for whatever reason they're missing off my screen Thomas said we're going to win 8 0, but that's against Luton at the weekend. <laughs> and Luton at the weekend, yeah, yeah. Paddy's tickets are, go are, are going to cause a storm for an 8 0. Yeah. Well, well, that, that would make someone very happy if they if they, if they they got tickets for that and they uh, they won 8 0. So, yeah. Um, I can see the comments, but I'm obviously not as quick as you are going through them. Do you want me to, to give it a whack? Uh, I think I've made a little change here that may. Hazar, victory is mine. I can see the okay. comments again. I can see the comments. Craig Elwell going with 2-2 two, two, uh, today. Dave Dwyer going with 2-2 two, two as well. Uh, Western Hood going with 2-2 two, two, uh, as well. Uh, Andy Brogan thinks it's a 1-1, one, one, but he's hoping for a 2-0. A win tonight in a good game with a 2-0, says Gary Edmonds. 1-1, one, one, says Michael Richards. Um, uh, where are we? 5-1, easy peasy, says Simon Kenny. Um... Niall Lennon says 3-1 to Villa, Yuri to score. I'd love it. Captain Nugget says 2-1 to Villa, ba ba Bailey and Watkins. The Welland Valley says 1-1, one, one, beat them back at Villa Park. Bertie W says 2-0, uh, Carnas and Cash. Um, uh, 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 where are we? Jet says 6-0 to Villa. Chris Main says 3-1 to Villa. Sargentus says 3-1 to Villa with Bailey, Luis and McGinn. Um, C line I says 3 1 to Villa. Ken Hewitt says 3 0. James Carr says 2 0. Michael Parsons says 2 1. Uh, I read Mike is already. Derek says 3 1 to the Villa. Um, Ian Whitehouse is saying 5 0 to Aston Villa. Now that would be some result. I can't see that one, but if it's, it's as valid a selection as anything else. Uh, Lily Tate says 3 1 to Villa. Uh, the McBee says 1 1 with Ali to save us. Uh, Michael Huggins says uh, 1 0 to the Villa. Uh, where are we? Uh, Matt Parker says, anyway, scores 3 1 to the Villa. Dan Ferry says 2 1 to the Villa as well there. Um, ba -ba -bum. Dream Villain says 3 1 to Villa. Hab says 3 2. Going to be a close one. David Curran says 2 0. Darren Healy says 2 2. Kieran says 3 2 to Alkmaar. Uh, Jonathan Gel Gledhill says 2 0 to Villa. John, John, John Gameson says 3 1 to Villa. 
Anwar Shah says 3 2. Davila Paul says 3 0. Um, Nick Hemming says 4 0. CC says 2 1. Davila Rayleigh says 4 1. Davila 1 1 again. I read that already. Lewis Ferris says 1 1. Michael O'Brien says 3 1. Uh, Paul Welford is saying 6 1. Davila Love Bleeds is saying 2 1. Davila 3 0. Davila says the Aston Villa armchair fan. Um, a good, a quick goal for us, and it could easily be 4 0. Uh, um, 3 1 says Jordy Villain. And um, but but 2 0 says Andy Brogan, 3 1 says um, says Michael Harnett, 1 0 says David Miller, Ronan says 2 1, Paddy, you're the devil. Uh, <laughs> Watkins to score four in the 6 1. Oh, Paul, I read yours already. The big match you says 6 6 4 to Aston Villa. Um, Steve says 2 0 to Villa, where Arlene says 8 0. And I'm gonna cut it at that. Um, so yeah. it's yeah, as I say, look, a uh, lot of excitement just, about this game today. Just, yeah, and, just to uh, address this one, I, I don't think anybody's underestimating the Dutch. I think we're all a little bit cagey. Every, everybody, remember, is full of uh, what's been going on in the last three months, and everyone is just riding the wave, and that's why we're all predicting a win as opposed to being negative about it. And there was quite a lot of draws there at the initial uh mm-hmm. stages, so uh. Look, we're we're not underestimating anyone. We know how important this game is. We win Absolutely. tonight. We win tonight. Chances are we'll go on and win this group, and winning this group avoids the playoff in uh, February. So that's important for us too. So we don't play the team coming out of the uh, out that's of the Europa point. League. So yeah, yeah. Th- it's a strong team. Uh, it's a, it's. It, with the exception of the two boys at centre half, this team could easily go out and play any league game. So, um, and and that's not underestimating the two boys at centre half. They're well capable of of going out and winning this game tonight. I just don't like when it when it's a little bit tinkered with because it just worries me because that's when we've had our wobbles this year. So I'm high on emotion from the weekend, and that's why I'm going with a two one win. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and, and as I said, certainly not uh, underestimating this, but um, one of the things, whenever we do our um, our roundup like that, it's a bit of a joke and a, and a mess and a laugh, and a lot of people put in wild scores because they know that I'll read out. I'm like Ron Burgundy from uh, Anchorman. <laughs> if it's on the teleprompter, I will read it out. That's why they, that's why people pop them in there as well. But no, this uh, this AZ team, obviously semi-finalist last year, um, obviously uh, second in the in the Dutch league. I've done more previews on this team uh, than I have probably any other team this season as well. Fully aware of the of the threat that they hold and uh, Villa would have to certainly be on their game. But I still uh, hope and expect and as a Villa fan want an Aston Villa win today. So um, yeah, we'll, we will know more in about two and a half hours, two and yeah, two, two and three quarter hours. Uh, well, the question for you, Neil. For this. Yes, go for it. Do they not say A in the Netherlands? This is a good one. Ron Flair said AZ. He did, didn't he? He said AZ. <laughs> is that but because of his time in the UK, I wonder? <laughs> other German, other Dutch people uh, have said AZ. Every Dutch person I've heard has, near, has said AZ, apart from Ron Flair. Ron and, uh, said and I've seen a lot of the English media. The English media are now calling them AZ as a result. But... When I, when, I, when I used to watch football when I was in school and we used to listen to Martin Tyler for the first time on a Friday night on, on Dutch football, he used to say AZ. So AZ is good enough for me. Look, we'll just call him Alkmaar because <laughs> just easier. It's just easier. Call him Alkmaar. Um, 
yeah so listen guys uh, I've got to mention it there as well at the start uh, oh that's it uh, Z. there we go so, Sarge has <laughs> lived close by before so there we go we have it it's Z. Um but uh, this stream will 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 link straight into Dale AVFC status stream after this. So if you guys want to watch along with with Dale, I know a lot of you guys stay on afterwards and watch him instead of you guys having to click off and go find his and click on. We link directly straight in there, and we will also be back with a post match podcast as well. Um, I also wanted to just say say as well, if anybody here likes prefers the audio version, um, we do have an audio version of the podcast. Every single one of our podcasts goes up in the audio version too. Even if you don't listen on audio, please subscribe there anyway. You don't have to listen. You don't have to do anything other than subscribe there. It just fires it out in the algorithm, um, and that really really helps us. And and uh, again, we're part of the Sports Social Podcast Network, it's your biggest sports podcast network we uh we signed up from two and a half years ago as i say and i do i i do very little promo of them but they're great guys and they've got tons of podcasts on there and you'll find anything regardless of what sport you like you will find the sport on there that uh, will have another top podcast that i hope that you like as well so give them a shout and 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 go look uh through their catalog there as well some big names in there david siemens podcast is on there they've got the official podcast of um celtic of um tons of other teams i just i'm blanking now on what they have but they're they're uh there's some really good uh podcasts up there they, um, they so have a, they have a new they have a new uh podcast in there as well some guy i never heard before dan bardell have you ever heard him no yeah this is no, a podcast called 1874 or is it 1874 or 1875 something like that he's on there as well <laughs> yes, actually, he is. He's he's joined the, joined the podcast network there as well, so you can find him there too. Uh, if that gives if that gives it a bit of credibility, then that's, <laughs> then go look for it. Um, but anyway, we're rambling now. Listen, lads, we will be back again directly on full time for a full time po- uh, post match pod. Really looking forward to this game, uh, as I'm sure you all are too. And hopefully, Aston Villa come out victors in this because it will make things hopefully. And theoretically, an awful lot easier as we go into the three reverse fixtures of the first three games here as well. Thanks a million for your time, everybody. At half past four on a Thursday evening, I know there's lots of things people could be doing with their families at that time. Thanks a million for spending it with us. And we will, we will be back. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.